Your finances will leave a long-lasting impact on your family. After all, you only retire once. If you're looking to discuss all things pertaining to your retirement, you've come to the right place. This is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. It's time for another edition of Retirement Matters Podcast with Michael Stewart. Thanks so much for tuning into our program. We always appreciate it. Michael, my friend, how are you? I'm doing excellent. December has arrived and Christmas is around the corner. I know, a couple of weeks away. How much weight did you gain from Thanksgiving? That's <laughs> um, still to be determined. I've got another month of eating ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm with you on that one, that's for sure. Uh, but I hope you had a good one. I, I certainly enjoyed mine. I hope our listeners did as well. Uh, it's always fun this time of year. Uh, a lot of folks just really enjoy this season, so hopefully you are doing the same. And actually, we got a topic that's going to work really well with that. Uh, kind of... Um, you know, December kind of a lot of things are lined with silver and gold, right? And so we're going to talk about silver linings here in just a minute. But before we do, let me ask you this uh, news question that I saw or this news headline. My mom was kind of really cute about this. I mentioned her last time with the Thanksgiving and the pumpkin pie. And the Social Security Administration announced the uh, retirees are getting a 1.6 cost of living adjustment for 2020. And she was telling me about her little letter and all that kind of stuff. And she was like, she first she saw the COLA, C-O-L-A. And she's like, when she looked at the numbers, she said, it feels more like a diet cola. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference. Yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah. So the, basically the government every year around in the fall, they announce, you know, Social Security will say, okay, if they believe inflation, if according to their numbers, it's gone up, then you get a, what's called a COLA cost of living adjustment. Right. And they've announced for 2020, it's 1.6%. So whatever your benefit was, let's say it was $2,000 a month as a benefit. Yeah. And that'll be 2032 because that's a net 1.6% increase. But, you know, when will that matter? To clients or is it irrelevant? Uh, really, unfortunately, no, it really won't. Uh, you know, well, like rising income, that's a good thing. But as it relates to the cost of living adjustment, I liken it to kind of a, a federal government shell game. And so, you know, watch the shell here. We put 1.6% under here and we're going to move it around a little bit. And all of a sudden, you're going to get less. You're like, well, how'd that just happen you know, when they <laughs> lift it up? And so as much as I'm using that example, somebody gets 2000 a month in Social Security benefits and they're going to be excited that in 2020, that goes up to 2032. You know, $2,032, you get a $32 a month raise, so right. you'll take it, it's free money. But what they'll also notice is an increase in their Medicare monthly premiums that are going to nearly wipe out a good chunk of that Social Security increase. So the government giveth in the form of the Social Security cost of living adjustment, and they taketh away by raising your Medicare premium at the same time. And it's a great example of why we pound the table with individuals on just having a rising income retirement from all of your income sources, not just Social Security. Because if Social Security goes up and just basically keeps pace with Medicare, the income went up, but you really didn't get a significant benefit from it. You don't really have a lot of extra spendable dollars because you just shifted them from one pocket to the next. Now, if your investment accounts, your IRAs, your 401ks, et cetera, were paying you an extra $20,000 in income the last couple of years, and every few years it gives you a raise of another few thousand dollars, and every few years after that it gives you another raise, that's how you keep up with cost of living and inflation. And, you know, when you're cost of living and inflation, it's basically a fancy way of saying that, you know, everything gets more expensive over time. So in short about this headline, the 1.6% Social Security cost of living increase, it's better than a stick in the eye, 
but unfortunately, <laughs> you know, you don't get to keep a lot of it. <laughs> Definitely better than a stick in the eye. All right. Well, there you go. That's our news topic to kick things off. And yeah, that's kind of how she felt about it, too. She's like, well, it just seems like a wash, but it is. I like uh, the Diet Cola. Yeah, the Diet good. Cola. Yeah, she was pretty cute with that. All right. So let's hit our main topic this week. I mentioned silver linings. So let's talk about trying to find some and maybe some potentially unfortunate financial situations, Michael. So I will give you a couple of scenarios and you maybe just throw us out a couple of silver linings to look for. Okay. Since it's the happy holiday season. <laughs> All right. So your company, and this is not, these are not necessarily happy, which is why Mike's going to give us, you know, silver linings here. Hopefully uh, your company is pushing you uh, into early retirement. Yeah. So some of the benefits, uh, there's probably three that I can think of. One, you know, maybe you're going to get a, a severance. We've got several clients right now that, you know, have a three month, a six month, even, even a one year severance. And, you know, they come in and they're disappointed, of course, because, you know, it wasn't on their terms that they left the employer, but the, the severance is really going to give them kind of two different things. And, you know, I, I always, I'm a huge believer. We talked about the last podcast and control the things you can control. If you don't have any say in the outcome, well, you really can't worry about it. You just got to focus on the things that you can. So in these examples, I sit down with clients and I say, you know what, this is that severance, you know, is the financial impact of it to you is mitigated a little bit you got this extra income coming in for a few months. So let that be your bridge to the next opportunity on your timeline now. You don't have to rush out in the next two weeks, get another job and take it for half the pay just because you need the money coming in. So now it actually bridges you to that next opportunity. And now be depending on how long that severance is, that might give you an opportunity to say, okay, well, what do I want the second act of my career to be? You know, and that kind of goes down to my second point of, you know, it's an opportunity to find a job that maybe if you're at the stage of life where you're getting close to retirement anyway, and maybe you've done a good job of savings, it's an opportunity to find a job that maybe you actually want to do. So many times, you know, a forced early retirement lets clients reprioritize what's important in their life because they've been in the grind so long, they kind of lose themselves doing the day-to-day thing. And now this gives them an opportunity to kind of step back and say, you know what, financially, I think I'm going to be okay. I'm not ready to retire yet but maybe I want to do something a little bit more for me or something that I get some personal satisfaction out of because they're passionate about it. And it's not just for the money. The money's great, but if they've got a good, done a good job saving so far, then you know they're not ready to retire, but now they get to enjoy doing the things that they're going to on their terms. And you know, the third thing is, you know, maybe you're actually ready to retire. You know, when we put a plan together, and I mentioned, you know, at all of our podcasts that, you know, it needs to be fluid and life happens. So all of a sudden we may have planned to work till 70 because we loved our job. We might plan to work till 66 and get full social security, but life got in the way somewhere. But by having a plan in place, it gives you the confidence that you could retire early if you needed to with all the income you need in retirement. But at the same time, you're not sweating this out because all of a sudden, the company forced you into an early retirement or you got laid off because you had a plan in place. And now it's about tweaking the plan rather than coming in saying, oh, oh my God, what do I do right now? You know, and then that gives you peace of mind. Yeah. No, and I think that's definitely a good silver lining there is that maybe you're actually ready and just didn't know it. So it's a good chance to find out, certainly. Uh, so now you get the idea, folks. So we're going to do some more possible silver linings here. Uh, how about on this one, Michael? You just found out that life insurance premiums are going up. 
many times, you know, people, once you get insurance, be it life insurance, homeowners, auto, any of that stuff, you know, we get complacent, just like the job thing, you know, in the last point there is that, so what happens is all of a sudden we just keep paying that bill, paying that bill, paying that bill and assume that that's what we're supposed to do. And I'll give you a recent personal example. It's not on the life insurance side, but I think the impact is the same. So my wife and I had the same insurance company for the last 24 years with no claims on our auto, on our home, and of course not on our life because we're still here. Now, we had some roof damage. We called the estimator out, called the insurance company, and they denied it. I was not happy that they denied it. Just a couple months after that, it was in the summer, all of a sudden we had a big hail damage on there. So now they had to fix it. So we're saying, okay, well, it's legit. First time was legit. Second time is definitely legit. But now they're actually going to pay for it. And then about a month later, I get a letter that they dropped me. I'm like, well, wait a second. You've been taking my checks for 24 years, you know, basically cashing it in, rolling in the bank. And all of a sudden I look at it and saying, but I get one claim and now it's a legitimate claim. And all of a sudden I'm going to get dropped. Right. So I'm mad. And then, you know, I've got 90 days to find another carrier. So I'm mad thinking that this is just going to hold me back. What I found by shopping, because I hadn't shopped in almost 24 years, despite all the Geico commercials and all those things, <laughs> is that I actually saved $1,500 a year. So them kind of pushing me out forced me to go out and reprice everything. And I found out that I could have been saving money all this time. So typically every two to three years, whether maybe not as much on life insurance, but on all your insurance, you want to go out and kind of check it out also just to make sure that you're not overpaying. You know, and another thing about, you know, life insurance premiums going up is a lot of times it's not uncommon that someone comes in my office and we're putting a plan together and we get to the life insurance portion of it because we'll talk about taxes and health care and risk and in retirement income and, and, you know, personal protection like life insurance. And I'll say, you know, why do you own it? You know, even if I know the answer, I just I want to hear it from them. And most of the times they say, I don't know. And I'll say, well, you don't have any debt obligations. You don't have a mortgage. You don't have car loans, no credit card desk. So what's the purpose of the insurance that you have? And usually the response is, I don't know. I've always just paid it, you know. So I always ask, could you find a better place for that thousand, two thousand, whatever they're paying a year for the insurance, rather than giving it to the insurance company? Could you find a better place for it? Either save it, spend it, spend it on the grandkids, whatever. And then the light bulb kind of goes off because they realize that they had been complacent the entire time. I've been paying for this insurance just because that's what I've done the last twenty years. So sometimes, you know, life insurance premiums going up or life events that happen just give you an opportunity to kind of reassess why you're doing the things or why you have certain things in that kind of financial junk drawer. Yep, absolutely. Taking the lemons and making the lemonade, as the old saying goes. Looking for the silver linings in some potentially unfortunate financial situations. That's what we're discussing here on Retirement Matters. Uh, Let's go back to the company aspect and let's say, you know, the pension. So if you're fortunate enough to have one, maybe they're doing away with that and going the lump sum buyout instead. Yeah, I'll tell you, in the Chicago area, there are three very large Fortune 500 companies that a lot of our clients and prospective clients that are now clients, in the last two months, we have rolled over a significant amount of lump sum benefits from pensions because the pensions were frozen back in 2011 and 12, and then all of a sudden now the pension company has opened up the window saying, hey, if you want to take a lump sum benefit rather than wait another five, 10 plus years you know, to re- potentially receive some sort of lifetime income benefit without a lump sum, then you know we're giving you that opportunity. And there's different reasons as to why, but the silver lining behind that opportunity is this was money that had been locked up earning really low returns for the last, you know, 10 to 15, 20 years in some instances. And then they get the opportunity to roll this money into their retirement accounts and their IRA and potentially generate more income and still have access to the principal, the original investment, 
over the next five, 10 plus years to their benefit rather than having someone else kind of holding that money on the side for them where it's not really getting very much income growth or no access to it. Because the downside about a pension, the upside is it's lifetime income. And for some people, that is a beautiful thing. And for others, the lump sum benefit might be more appropriate if they have other resources that can offset not having that lifetime income. You know, so now they get they can get some income off of this lump sum, but at the same time, they still have the lump sum. So, you know, it's a case by case scenario as to what it is. But a lot of times when companies are doing away with pensions, GE just announced it too, you know, on a national level that they were they were kind of, you know, um, grandfathering their entire pension plan. So that's hundreds of thousands of people that are going to be making the same choice as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so a few good silver linings in each of those. And a lot of times I think, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. A lot of times you get some of this stuff. It's easy to kind of take the uh, the negative road for a bit and understandable. Well, you got to process it, but hopefully you're working with an advisor who can help point out some of these uh, potential things, the silver linings that you may be able to find and some ways to go about that. And of course, uh, if not, uh, that's well, hopefully that's why you're listening to the podcast and learning something new. And if you do learn something new and you've got some questions or you need some help, always reach out to Michael at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial at 815-526-526. 3092. All right, final one on this one, and that is the. I think actually we had a. We, I think we shared a story about this maybe a couple podcasts ago, something like that. But company basically being bought out, having new management, uh, those things definitely happen. And so maybe you've been there a long time, and you're thinking, God, I don't want to get used to somebody new and new policies and procedures and yada yada yada. Give us some silver linings. Yeah, some silver linings about that, if you're going to continue to work, is that, you know, who knows, in today's day and age, maybe get a chance to work from home. You know, it's a trend with a lot of companies that are trying to cut costs, especially after an acquisition. Yep. Another thing is, you know, you kind of talk about uh, before, you know, positions and people get kind of stale doing the same thing day after day is, you know, with a new set of eyes by management, maybe it's going to forge you a new opportunity within the same organization. You know, maybe your prior superior, whomever that may be at whatever level, never really saw you as manager material, VP material, director material, but that's something that you've always been interested in. Well, if somebody appreciates the work you're doing, maybe that creates another opportunity. Also, it might just be the push from the nest that you need. Maybe you're right. Maybe you don't want to get used to new management. But if you've got a financial plan that says, hey, that's up to you. If you want to retire today or next year or in five years, you know, that's the purpose of kind of having that plan. Another thing is, you know, we just talked about the lump sum pension option. You might have an option, and we just did this with a client. Uh, his company got acquired by another company, but, and the other company is, you know, so it's a lateral move, you know, just more of a paperwork shift. But that opportunity, even though he was going to go with, you know, from company A to company B, same people, same desk, different name, it afforded them the opportunity for any employee that wanted to, that their 401k, that became a rollover opportunity because the new company had a different plan. So sure, they could roll their old 401k into the new 401k. But my client who was getting close to retirement was saying, you know what, I'd like, I want some different choices. I want some different options that are going to be a little bit more protected. Maybe they earn a little bit more in interest and dividends than what's available in the old 401k. So that afforded them an opportunity to actually roll that old 401k into an individual retirement account in their name. 
and still just be working and contributing to the new 401k. So they kind of get the best of both worlds. All right. Well, great episode, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed our silver linings discussion here on the podcast, Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. And as always, make sure you subscribe to it if you have not done so yet, or share it with someone who you think may benefit and have them subscribe to it. And that just basically lets you know when new episodes are coming out. You can check out past episodes and all that good stuff. Uh, We are on, actually, we're on episode, uh, this is number 45, actually. So, uh, yeah, so there you go. So there's plenty of things for you to go back and check out. And you can do so at crystallaketax.com. That is crystallaketax.com. And you can subscribe to it on Apple or Google or Spotify. You can find the link on uh, Michael's website there at crystallaketax.com. Or you can just uh, search Retirement Matters in whatever podcasting platform of choice it is that you want to use. And you'll find it that way as well. All right, final bit here. And we're going to say goodbye this week. And it is an email question that has come into the website. And it's Ellie. And Ellie's in Naples. And if you're wondering Naples where in the um, Illinois area, well, it's actually Naples, Florida. So kudos to Ellie for being where it's warm right this minute. <laughs> Ellie says, <laughs> Michael, I'm a little worried uh, because it seems all like all of my friends, excuse me, have a lot more money saved for retirement than I do. Is that a bad sign for me? Well, first of all, you're in Florida, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, in Naples, Florida, too. So, yeah, exactly. You know, they may have more, but you still got a lot, right? Right, <laughs> so, exactly. Anyway, so, uh, Ellie, a lot of times on, on the podcast, and even when I meet one-on-one with people here in the office, is, you know, I, I always say, you know, half my job is as a financial planner and a fiduciary for you, and the other half my job is to be a behavioral counselor. And it's because of kind of questions like this. And, you know, Ellie, and I've got two pieces of information for you that I think you'll find invaluable and also provide you a little bit of peace of mind. First is be careful with your paper 401k millionaire friends that tout their balances. In my 20 years as a financial planner, I've seen people with million dollar 401ks, but then when we kind of dig a little, you know, peel the onion a little bit more, dig a little deeper, they've got a million and a half in mortgage debt, credit cards, car loans, personal debt. So that 401k statement millionaire has a negative net worth. That's not uncommon. You know, the same thing. So they like to wave one hand, but they don't show you kind of the red ink on the other. I've also met people that at $2 million when they met me for a second opinion, and I recommended, you know what? You won the game. You should reduce the risk. You saved all that you needed to be successful given what they want to do and have a successful and secure retirement. And then they don't listen to me about that. And a couple of years later, either because of bad decisions or, you know, poor markets or what have you, you know, they come to me later panic because they've lost half of their entire life savings. So what you have today, you're only going to have it tomorrow if you protect it and you get a reasonable rate of return. So, you know, I wouldn't be worrying about what they're touting. Now, second, probably more importantly and accurately, let's assume that your friends do have more money and save more for retirement than you. This is all relative as it's never about the dollar amount. It's about what do you need from that retirement savings? Do you need growth? Do you need income that you can't outlive? And just as importantly, this isn't a competition, Ellie. It's about having enough saved for you to have the dignity and quality of life and retirement that you deserve and that you want. It's not about trying to keep up with your friends or what someone else's vision of retirement is. You know, so the question that I'd ask, Ellie, is just what do you want your story to be? You know, so here's what you've accumulated, independent of your friends. Can you accomplish all the things that you want to in retirement with what you've already saved? You know, and what I recommend is sit down with a fiduciary like us, you know, somebody that's on your side, that's just an advisor that specializes specifically in generating retirement income. Get a clear picture of what amount of income from all your different sources you can expect in retirement. And if it's enough and it's going to allow you to have, have it and do all the things you dreamed about in retirement, then you've won. What difference does it make what your friends have? If it isn't enough, at least you know, and you know, do I need to save more? Do I need to work a little bit longer? Both. 
the important thing is at least you'll know and now you'll have a plan that you can kind of work towards that will kind of reassure you that you're going to be okay. And if something happened to you, you're going to leave the legacy that you want to. That's all about having a plan. Absolutely. Great advice. Great program this week here on Retirement Matters. And, you know, if you're thinking to yourself, well, she's in Florida and you're listening and Michael's in Illinois. Uh, Michael, you service clients all over the place, not only through the nature of the Internet, have a podcast and it'd be listened to people by just about anywhere. But you also do have clients not just in the Crystal Lake area. Yeah. So with our, you know, because we do financial planning, tax planning, estate planning and that. So we have clients in 26 states. And what I always tell clients and new clients when they first come in, because a lot of our clients will start, you know, from the area or they'll be referred to sure, across yeah. the country. And what I always tell clients is that, you know, when they, once they onboard and when you decide we're going to work together is, you know, if you're in Arizona or California or South Carolina or North Carolina or Florida or, you know, somewhere that I want to visit, then you'll probably see me more doing our reviews at your place, you know, or in your area, taking you out to lunch or for a cocktail or something, <laughs> uh, because, you know, because for me, that's a work trip, you know, so that, that works out well. Now, if you're, you know, going to North Dakota and no, no offense to anybody in North Dakota, <laughs> although currently we don't have any clients there, but if you're in Fargo or something, then we're probably going to just be doing a screen share, you know, on the laptop. There you go. You're going to go to Fargo. Um, yeah. My, my in-laws are in Casper, Wyoming and, uh, it's beautiful there, but man, it's rough in February. I'm going to tell you what. So this I, is true. I agree with you on that one. Well, there you go, folks. So if you do have some questions, you do need some help, reach out to Michael as always. Uh, and share again, share the podcast. He's got clients all over the country. Go to crystallaketax.com. That is crystallaketax.com. You can subscribe to the podcast that way. Uh, you'll see the podcast link on there. You can also just give him a call, 815-526-3092, 815-526-3092. He's got more than two decades of experience as a financial planner. He's a registered financial consultant. He's got an MBA in finance, co-authored a book, just an all-around happening dude. So check him out, give him a call, and continue to listen to our podcast, Retirement Matters, and enjoy your holiday season. And Michael, you do the same, my friend. I'll talk to you in a few weeks. All right. Take care, Mark. Absolutely, folks. Take care. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe out there and do something that helps your retirement situation because retirement matters. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. The information provided herein is for training or educational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities, investments, investment strategies, or investment advice relating to securities, nor is the information or representation that any security is a suitable or appropriate investment for any person. Before acting on any advice, you should consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial situation and needs. Please contact us to obtain our disclosure brochure relating to the services offered by Sound Income Strategies, LLC, and consider its contents before making any decisions. Where quoted, past performance is not indicative of future performance. Sound Income Strategies, LLC does not represent or warrant that the contents of this program are suitable for you from a compliance, regulatory, legal, or any other perspective. We shall have no responsibility for your use or non-use of the program or any portion thereof. Crystal Lake Tax and Financial and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities.